Who are you talking to right now? Just say it again. Martinez. Who are you talking to? You? Oh, I thought you were just talking to Doopy Dad. I just want, I thought you were <laughs> just saying that to Doopy Dad. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by Brothers of Games. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host, my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. This is episode 120, and I, we have a, a lot to talk about, I guess. A couple games to talk about. It might be 121. I never changed it. Oh, okay. 121. Look at us. Look at us. All right. So, <laughs> um, hot start, hot start. <laughs> um, three games, three wins. Nine points. First of these, uh, we'll talk about those games minimally. Um, we'll talk about the international friendlies. Of course, we got to give you a rundown of the Icarus Cup, and uh, yeah, some transfers. And we'll preparing for the Orlando Lions. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, first up, Friday night game came up from Virginia and got to watch Union. Crush DC. That was like the best game ever. Yeah. Uh, wifey came to it. Weather was good. Beautiful night. Great people out there. Enjoyed the tailgating. And then seven goals up on DC. DC sucked. Um, yeah, it was wild how bad they were. Um, yeah. yeah, like they're, they're, they're playing like a three in the back, and we just took all the space and forced them to make at least one first half sub in their back line and, and by, eventually their entire back line was subbed out towards the, by the end of the game it was it was a a beat down it was pretty fun and yeah like like we said before we we, we you and i personally like when we beat dc and this one was whew, it was a good one yeah super sweet made up for um, the last time we went to a game a dc game together which was in D.C. last year, and that was for my bout at the party, and the Union did not do that as well. And it was pretty disappointing, so definitely made up for that. Yeah. Um, it could have been worse. I mean, we had a Miss PK and uh, our guy. I know. Harry, and, uh, like, nothing. this was, like, the one game of the season that, like, I didn't put a Harriel $1 to score bet. And I guess, I guess it's a good thing I didn't, but geez, yeah, he that was his golden opportunity. Like, what never is a right back in on goal with no one in front of him. Like, that's, oof, he's going to want yeah. that back. But um, he'll, he'll get one this year. We know he's getting closer and closer, and, and especially with the way they're, they're, they've been playing with their, their fullbacks in Bedoya. I think he'll, he'll get further up the field more and, and get his chances. But, yeah, it, yeah, it could have been easily 10 nothing, and that's what Sons of Ben were chanting towards the end of the game we won 10 it was it was crazy yeah um and Curtin talked about that that whole uh change of play where Bedoya is sitting back and Harold's getting up higher mm-hmm. um to get Bedoya on the ball more and it it was super evident in that game it was just yeah. I mean not to mention just that fact that it was DC but um just the way they're playing that it, it really forces the defense to think and come out of position and we got running behind uh 
is effective, and then the guy staying at home in Bedoya is just as effective on the defense end. That's that's a nice nice one-two punch to be able to play those or pull those strings and not be giving up something. Yeah, and it just um, ma- it just makes total sense with our both our full our right fullbacks are super athletic and quick guys that can get up and down the sideline. So let them do more of the running and let Bedoya sit back and get on the ball more and and use his you know his vision and his and his intelligence to to make the right plays so it's it's a smart wrinkle that Curtin has introduced and it's nice to see him like doing these kind of things i feel like the last podcast we've done it was like maybe a little little more sour on Curtin and his and his decisions so this is it was nice to see him introduce these things and then really pay off yep um so bodoya carranza carranza you uh bodoya you uh carranza just go 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 yeah which one was your favorite? Um, I mean, the Carranza bike is hard to beat, but I really did like his last goal, that left-footed uh, to the far post from the right side, like right outside of the right right side of the box. Like just because, like our, from our seats, that I got the perfect angle to like see that fully, like get into go to the back of the net. Um, but I just thought it was a really nice finish and nice to see him like get that hat trick after missing the PK and like still be able to like have the confidence to take that hit on his on his left left foot. Um, yeah, that one like stood out the most to me for some reason, but maybe it was also because it was a seventh goal. I don't know. W- which was your favorite? Uh, I yes, um, I like the the U.S. second one where it just came down and he just smashed it through the goalie's yeah. legs. Um, uh, it was just it was just well taken. Uh, and another thing about the that goalie is like I didn't feel like he made many mistakes or anything. It wasn't like right. He just yeah. had a bad game, yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's hard to imagine with seven nothing that he didn't do anything egregious. But really, it was just the quality of the union and the piss poor defense right. in front of him. Right, because uh, Bill Hamid is obviously still their first straight keeper, and and he's uh, actually. I think I think he's moving on. I think oh. I saw some, I saw a tweet from him last night that he uh, it sounded like he's moving on from DC. Oh, okay. Well, either way, he's the better keeper. And this guy, yeah, like he, he he didn't look like he was like out of his depth. It was really just the, the, the defensive line failed him every time. Yeah. Um, Martinez and the PK, where do you stand on that situation? I mean, in the moment at the game, I was a little disappointed in his reaction because it looked like he just wanted to get in on the action, get his goal. Um, and then he was pretty upset about not and not getting it and it made you know sense to give the striker on the on the on the hat trick to give him the the pk that like just is a given um but and then like martinez was pretty pissed and animated about that decision so it was like in the moment it, it felt like oh no there's his you know his wild attitude like going off but then we then we hear the context so like he had the shirt that like you know for santos his, his buddy that that just you know left like what like Synthetic signed him like the day before or whatever, so it was like really fresh. So he wanted to like give his support to Santos and have lift his shirt to to show that with a goal. But so after hearing that that context, I I I felt less upset about his his reaction. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, because yeah, like well, he was like sitting like they sold me off. Like he was so pissed after that that whole interaction. So that was like a little disheartening. And like especially after like such a big win, you don't want anyone to be. You know, they should all be just psyched about what's, what was happening. So it felt a little weird in the moment, but yeah. 
And actually, if you watch carefully over the next two games, he did not pass the ball to Peranza once. I don't believe you. Nah, well, <laughs> AJ wouldn't do that kind of research. Find that, but, yeah. um, all right, cool. Uh, super fun. Yeah. Great stuff. Then the next day we did Icarus Cup. We'll talk about that in the second half. Yeah. Um, that's the first three points of the week. Next three came on Wednesday against Miami. A nice little professional win. Yeah. Um, Ua earns a PK. Gazdag puts it away. Corey Burke with a second. Then uh, Iguain with a nice one to uh, bring one mm-hmm. them within one. But of course, uh, well, not of course, but thankfully we held on. Yeah, it was definitely a professional performance. The one point I wanted to make was after that Iguain goal, because it, it was Martinez was at fault in the turnover. But after that play, Martinez was like determined to close out the game. He wanted the ball. He wanted to like take the ball, take it up the field, and like shield off any Miami guy that got near him. Like it was cool to see his his mentality switch in the in the right way when he was like, "All right, this happened, but I want to make up for it, and I want to close out this game and get the win." And like I could really see him like trying to like carry his team to to the three points. And it was so I I definitely wanted to like give him credit there because I was impressive and. Aside from that, that's whenever I say he had a pretty good game as a whole. Who, who are you talking to right now? Just say it again. Martinez. Who are you talking to? You? Oh, I thought you were just talking to Doopy Dad. I just want, I thought you were <laughs> just saying that for Doopy Dad. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. All right, you missed. You that one over your head. Yep, sorry. sorry. Um, from this game, what I wanted to talk about, so Burke, Burke with the game winner on the header. Uh, Corey Burke, and I know we've... <laughs> Gosh, I feel like he's such a interesting piece of this Union team, and we need him to be an interesting piece. Meaning that I feel like he doesn't pass the eye test. Yeah. But he's getting some results now. To be fair, one of his goals was that deflection off the Martinez. Sure. But uh, he still has. I mean, he's got four on the year, um, including that one, and. Uh, I don't know. He's, it's just such an interesting piece, and and being that he's going to be our third option striker, mm-hmm. you can't have him be nothing, and you can't have him be completely cold. You need you definitely need like a nice striker off the bench, yeah. And you need more than obviously two strikers in a season. Like that's that just doesn't make sense. So like, yeah, it's it, it is I just weird. Don't like see him passing the eye test, and it's so weird. Definitely not, and especially with like how well Carranza Gazdag and, and you and you and now are playing like he just doesn't play up to their level there and it and it's and it yeah like the eye test it's very obvious but he is a striker and like he is able to like get into position to, to get his goal when when he can so like there he, he does add value it's just like a frustrating watch I don't know it's it's tough but I, there is value. Obviously, we need him. We we don't like. I don't think Chris Donovan is really someone to rely on to get these kind of minutes off the bench. Even though, like, maybe he's could be a, a decent fourth stri- striker option, but I I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. And now, like, I don't know if it's the thing where it's like we want to see more of different formations and get like Sullivan Paxson in because they're they do pass the eye test and they do have they you know they, they do have an eye for goal too but it, it's tough where, where Corey fits in but 
I don't know if it's worth moving on from him exactly that yet, you know? Right, and like Paxson and uh, I mean, all the homegrooms, they just have the technical pass the eye test technically, but they haven't produced the results really on a consistent basis mm-hmm. other than a couple nice goals here and there. Yeah. And lost in the U20s, obviously, but like, yeah, it, it is just an interesting it's an interesting thing. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like it, this is just showing that we have a very, very good starting 11 and especially a, I guess everywhere, but like our, our bench is kind of a wild card and it could turn into something really great with like homegrown clicking and Burke, you know, finding his spots, but it's, it also could get, they could get really cold and it could be an unreliable source of anything off the bench. So it's, it's a really weird spot that we're kind of in. Yeah. Um, all right. Next game, two one win against New England. Uh, they score first, and then we came back. I feel like that has not been a been a common thing this year. Yeah. Um, because we usually score first and let the other team come back. Um, <laughs> sort of new formation: four two three one. McLean gets the start. You and me, admittedly, didn't watch this one too closely, but doing different things. Um, yeah, I listened to it on the radio, like old school, in the car. So nice, I, had to, I had to drive and pick up my wife from the airport, but so I was listening to JP and, and Danny announce the game, which at least I got those guys. But it was it was an interesting way to follow this, but uh, it seemed like a fun game to be at. Yeah, Doopy Dad was Make there, so good for him. Nice little... Yeah, what? Doopy Dad was there, so it was you know great for him. Oh, cool. We should have... I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> um. um... Looked like McGlynn had a nice little game, yeah. nice little highlight clip uh, put up on Twitter by someone, and that was that was cool to see. Looked very comfortable, a couple good chances created, uh, shots taken. Um, you was scored on a header from uh, Wagner, of course, and Gazdag got a PK earned by himself. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just kind of professional, come from behind. I, I from what I could see, I was watching on my phone, so little in and out of being able to see much mm-hmm. um but yeah nine points from the week i don't know i mean you can ask you obviously can't ask for much more than that i don't know when the last time we've actually gotten nine points from a week would have been i feel like i mean i guess at the beginning of the season we had a nice little winning streak um but it felt it, i don't know it felt less impressive because i feel like these games are so close to each other and happen in such different ways each one uh that was just cool to see and, and then yeah the, i think that the, the formation change in the last game was an interesting wrinkle and, and obviously it seemed to unlock jack mcglynn so that's a cool new card for curtain to play um it kind of feels like when he switched to the the christmas tree last year and that like gained some success for god's dog like finding this this new formation for mcglynn is 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 a nice one to have and a nice thing to rely on and going into the final stretch of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, we'll get to see him more and more. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's take a break. Oh, Union best, Union worst. Mm-hmm. I get back to the basics here. Yep. Best for the week. Who you got? I'm gonna go with Yua. Um, you know, he got a Braves against DC, earned the PK against Miami, gets a header against New England. I think it's nice to see him finding his form and we really do need it based off of like what we've been saying about in, in the Burke conversation. 
Um, so it's just it's just good to see, and I hope he we, he continues his form. Nice. I'll go. I'll go with the hat trick being Karan's. No, no, no. Guys, not. Um, okay. <laughs> totally turned. Doesn't, doesn't matter. But uh, I like the <laughs> idea of having a PK taker. Yeah. Who, uh, one I know is taking the PKs, and um, despite Karan's taking the one in the DC game, but uh, when it counts. Yeah, um, and he, and he's making them. It's, so I feel like now that it's kind of like on him. I feel confident. I haven't feel like we haven't felt confident in like a PK taker for the union since like I don't know, like with two. Like it feels like forever ago that we had someone. It's been such like a rotating uh, job for these guys that no one really has consistently been well done well at. So it's cool to see guys that take it, take that. Yeah, it's nice to have someone uh, who you can bet on to score, knowing that he's going to be the one to take the PK if you're in one. True. Yeah. So make that money. Yep. Part two. Part two. Uh, even worse, any worse? Oof, that's um, I I can't even like I don't even know. Santos, it's traded. <laughs> it's hurt in his first game with Cincinnati. That is tough. Yeah, last time we can use Santos. Let's both use him just for as a I don't know because I have no one. Else. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool man. All right, let's take a break. After this, we'll come back and do a grab bag of uh, fun activities. Hey guys, it's the Brothers Podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game. Um, <laughs> Forgot your words. What? Forgot the words. Forgot the words, yeah. They weren't written down there. Um, we're at, right now watching uh, Bayern beat up on DC United, so Luke, the question for you to start this second half is, who would be on your, how do you feel about the international friendlies, and who would you want the Union to play if you could create a wish list? Um, so generally I'm fine with them. I feel like... I feel like it makes sense to to not have one this year with how GM packed the schedule has been, and I, I I'd imagine this was like an Ernst decision, being like, no, we have so many midweek games, the schedule is insane. There's no there's no reason to add an extra game for no reason in the middle of a of a season where we're in a good spot to win some uh, trophy. Um, so I'm I'm definitely on board with you not playing anyone this t- today, even though like it is can be fun. Um, but I think if in in another situation and the Union do play a friendly, I think the the obvious choice who I'd want them to see them play is I think it's got to be Leeds, man. I think that'd be super fun to see Brendan come back and you know Jesse Marsh and see his buddy Jim Curtin, like all these you know MLS connections. It'd be really fun to see Brendan back and playing against the Union. Um, maybe that's not the the big star-studded option, but I think that'd be super fun. Uh, who else would who would you want to say? Well, you're so annoying because that, that's what I was gonna say, and I was hoping that was a <laughs> sleep package. What you think of? I mean, we we uh, literally were just talking about that off air a minute yeah. ago, but um, I yeah, um, I, I'd like to see them play the Revs in a friendly. <laughs> maybe DC, maybe Loudon United, um, Richmond no. Kickers down in Richmond. That'd be fun for me. I I think uh, it'd be cool to see like I I mean obviously like. I don't know, like, Man City would be cool. It'd be cool to see, like, Pep, just to see, like, be able to, like, I don't know, try to watch him on the sidelines. I think that'd be a really interesting one. And obviously there's, like, a million stars on that team, so no matter who, what lineup they would have, they, there'd be incredible talent that you get to watch that we never get to see before. Um, so I think that would be, like, an obvious one. And, and, like, you know, Liverpool, too, for basically the same reasons. Like, it'd be cool to see, like, an animated coach on the sideline and see how different that is. And and these, like, you know, these, these are, like, the best coaches in the world. So, like... 
along with the players like a, a star coach would be cool to see too yeah um i mean if i if i can't choose leeds united i guess i'd like to see psg just to see their stars and yeah. get a chance to see Messi play that'd be pretty cool yeah that's a bit yeah yeah that's good or maybe the u.s national team that'd be cool to see too yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you did you get Ryan's name? Uh, I didn't say Ryan. All right, well, there you go. This picture. At the end, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I said Matt twice. Yeah, I think that's what you did, yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh, we had a bunch of Brotherly Game representatives and other podcast representatives like Todd and, and Billy. And I think jo- Joseph so said he had a podcast, everyone. too. So, like, there's we, we had a, a, a lot of soccer media i guess i don't know if that's what you call us but uh you know a lot of i don't think anyone's calling us media but content maybe there you go there Uh, you go yeah yeah yeah, it was the nicest group it was so fun yeah Uh, so yeah thanks to all those guys for playing um shout out to serotonin we we hung around with them a lot yeah uh and and it was just a that was a fun weekend i really really enjoyed that weekend yeah it was Um, good i feel like we're just now recovering from four games over one weekend and but it you know it was fun yeah i had a game monday night at 10 40 that oh, that's delicious horrible uh, kept my streak going no subbing so. <laughs> um all right uh let's get back to the union and if you have any questions about the icarus cup feel free to hit us up <laughs> uh lines are open lines are open right now <laughs> wide open um some moves, transfer season upon us. Not much incoming for the Union, obviously. Uh, oh, oh, DC United on the board against Bayern. Sorry, no, breaking. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Banger. Um, Santos, gone. Hurt. Finlay, gone. Just in the nick of time. Or not, like, whatever the opposite of just in the nick of time is. Um, the fact that we were able to keep Finlay for... Two extra or the two games while Elliot was down sounds like Elliot's back. Um, yeah, what a what a great guy Finley is to like stick around for those games. I don't think that was like just worked out that way. I think he like said he'd help out because of the the Elliot injury and like you know Oxford the team he's going to isn't playing right now, so like it wasn't like he was missing time for his his new team. Um, but yeah, that was that was a nice way to send him off and get him some 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 minutes and it, and it, I don't know it makes us. You know, now we're on this winning streak. It makes us kind of miss him a little more now, seeing that, like, you know, he got on the field and we, we had some success. Not that he would necessarily replace Elliot, but, like, just shows that he's a, a solid player. And, like, 
obviously a, just a great dude and a great locker room guy. So it's gonna he's gonna definitely gonna be missed and became like this a fun little like cult hero union fan favorite um, just because of, based off his like just how good of a person that he is. So that was it's 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 at least he got a, a nice send off for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, league wide, obviously some big names coming in. Gareth Bale, yeah, never heard of him. Um, Chiellini, Bernadeschi, Insigne is in the league now, uh, and so on, so on. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. Um, yeah, it's been like a wild couple weeks in MLS with all these these names coming in. Um, not not so much for the union, and, and not that we'd expect it, but it's it's kind of makes it fun for the for the league just having these these names because I feel like we haven't had like it's been like since like Zlatan like we haven't had like a real big influx of like superstars coming into our league and not that we didn't necessarily need it like that's not like what the league's really about moving forward but like it's it's just cool to see like like Gareth Bill it was like fun to watch it's cool to see him get his his first minutes for LAFC like I, I like made sure I wanted to catch that game to see what he does and what he looks like in, in MLS so it was it just you know that kind of star power is cool to see. Absolutely. Um, is there any any one that you would like from another team, like, or from like out there that you would be like, oh, that would be a good guy to add to our team? I mean, sure. Like, I, I off the top of my head, I don't know, like a superstar player. Sure. I mean, <sighs> I guess Barca did lock down Lewandowski. That that's official. But, uh, I mean, I guess I guess that's not a bad call. I mean, we just upgraded our strikers to Carranza and Ua. Yeah, so. but we got rid of Santos. Maybe we could, you know, Lewandowski off the bench. You know, that, that sounds pretty good. Okay, um, that's okay. Uh, I don't know who... Oh, on the spot, I'm, I'm not sure. Who, anyone you have on, on your mind? No, no, I'm just thinking, like, like depth pieces. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like a that's, backup. We were just talking about, like, superstars, and you're talking about, like, a depth signing. Yeah, like Ryan Hollingshead. He's, he's going to be a free agent. He could be a good depth defender. Yeah. With the experience, he's going to be a free agent. I don't know. Um, yeah, we could talk about that now. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you want Lewandowski, I'll take Ryan Hollingshead. What's uh, <laughs> the difference that we'll get in Dustin Merriman? All right. <laughs> Perfect. Well done. Uh, speaking of moves and Ernst Tanner, uh, what did you think of him getting fined for talking about LAFC? I mean, he didn't really say much, like, outlandish stuff. And it seemed like some of the his quotes were taken out of context, skewed a little bit. Because um, Ernst is a pretty, you know, level-headed German dude who, like, doesn't really, like, go to the media a lot. So this was it, was, it was kind of interesting to just to hear that, like, he he had quotes that, like, made, you know, national news within MLS. Um, but, yeah, he, he just said, like, it... It was a little shocking to see that these two guys, Keelini and Bale, are TAM players when they could be making like which means they'd be like technically are making like one point six million um on their contract when like, you know, these guys can make a lot more basically anywhere else. So it just it felt a little weird and like there's no like actual evidence that LAFC is doing anything wrong. But it, it does seem off and he's he feels like he's in the right to question it and he even said like guilt, innocent and proven, until proven guilty. So he's not like speculating that they actually did anything wrong. But it just it does seem weird. It like it, I don't know. Like Miami just got 
you know, punished for like doing, making moves that did seem kind of sketchy like this in this kind of same vein as well. So like, I think there's a right to question it a little bit and like put that and say these kind of things. But so I, I'm not real. I, I wasn't against Ernst saying anything. How did, did you, did you, how do you take it? No, yeah, kind of the same. And also not only with Miami's business, but also just like with MLS business. Yeah. Changing rules in the past so that inventing the DP role. And so it's like not crazy to wonder if there's something different going on. Right. And especially like LA, LAFC and LA Galaxy, like these kind of markets are favorited. So like, yeah, you could see something being a little fudged to get these players in at, on these deals. It makes it, you could, it's, there's evidence behind that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not evidence, but uh, tracker. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Um, all right, let's let's stop talking about the past. Let's talk about the future. All right. Orlando this weekend. Um, what kind of lineup do you want to see? Do you want to see more of what we saw against the Rebs, or do you want to go back to like the traditional, the traditional, like the standard four four two? Grounds and Yua, like they have the full week of rest, so like there's no uh-huh. reason not to. And and, it, and I, as far as we know right now, everyone is healthy and available for for that kind of lineup. What, or do you want to see more of the Jack McLean show in the four two three one? Um, I would say yes and yes. Cool. I think, yeah, uh, I think I would like to just I don't know, figure see if we can just keep going with the four four two and I mean. Maybe if Jack McGlynn is the new El Senior, and when he comes off the bench and he changes the formation to fit fit him, and then you know, obviously, like change something up in the game, and he can unlock some some new offense going for and you know to end end a game. And he's I mean, I was getting sub. there slowly, but that that's what I was gonna say. Um, but well, I, I do want to see I do want to see McGlynn more. I think we talked about that the last pod or the pod before where um, we were, well, while the offense was kind of cold, we needed to get something more creative, something more happening forward. And yeah. McLinn seemed to be that guy to replace Flock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it just kind of depends. And also, like, if if you need to take off one of the two strikers, is, is McLinn deeper, a better option than throwing Corey Burke? Up top, like right. depending on how you want to play, and yeah. obviously the best score and all that kind of stuff. But sure. yeah. um, then you get more flexibility with getting Quinn and uh, Paxton in as well. If yeah, and and it seems like yeah. yeah, the four two three one makes Bedoya less important too. So like taking him off the field if in that kind of like more of a winger position is gonna hurt us less than have him like because he you know he's pretty pretty effective as the you know the shuttler. Um, so if they if they change formations, they could put in like Quinn Sullivan or Paxton, and they're not gonna like really hurt our our, our structure as much as if we like did a straight straight swap and like took out Bodoya and put Sullivan or Paxton in that shuttler role, and they they don't they're unable to handle that as well as he would. So I think it right. it, it could help us even in that that formation could help us with our, if we want needed more offense going along with adding McGlynn. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, do you have a prediction for the weekend? Man, our last prediction is four zero three one. We knew we were going to beat up on uh, DC. Yeah, yeah. Our combined prediction, we got the great goal score. 
um, for, yeah. the, for us at least. Um, I'm going to say we win 1-0. Nice. And I feel like Orlando games are really weird and stressful. So it's going to be like a second half, not super pretty goal. And I'm going to give it to um, Gazdok. Wow. I was going to say, second half, not pretty. That's got Burke written all over it. <laughs> That's true. Wow. That's true. Game winner when it counts. <laughs> That's got Burke. Um, oh, 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 DC almost scored again. Unbelievable. No one cares. Uh, but they didn't. We're, we're still better than Bayern. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go a little more aggressive on this one. I think we're going to come out and win 3-1. Now we'll go 3-0. I don't think we're going to get scored on. Thanks. And uh, here's the crazy thing. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You a hat trick. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. I think it'll just be... Man, that'd be wild. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be wild. Um... Cool. What'd you say? Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. Cool, man. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the short little pod. We just want to kind of recap. Union in first place, nine points after the last three games. Uh, yeah. So, cool. Thanks for listening and keep being good people. Union goal.